The Film Guide with Sam and Chris, part of the St Albans podcast with Danny Smith. Hello and welcome to the St Albans Film Guide with me, Chris Aikman, and uh, this week's uh, host, main host, Dr Samantha Rolfe. Hello, Dr Rolfe. Hello there, Chris Aikman. Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to see you. Uh, so we will be going through uh, films in the cinema uh, this week and uh, films on free-to-air TV, your picks of films on free-to-air TV. Uh, and so we're going to start with films on the cinema. Um, what do we have new out today? We've got quite a few films coming out today. Yeah, that's right. We've got uh, an animation uh, a cartoon, an animation. Of, yeah, a cartoon opposed to um, sort of computer generated. Although a lot of sort of traditional cartoon style animation is also has a lot of computer generated elements these days. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't actually know how how this was created. Whether it was drawn frame by frame um, by hand or, or in a computer, but yeah, the sort of style is uh, your sort of typical two um, D animation and it is bob's burgers and this is uh has been a a television show um sort of up until now and it's now hitting the big screen with what i'm assuming is a feature length opposed to 20 minute episode i think i think people would be desperately disappointed if they went to cinema paid their ticket and then sat through a 22 minute long episode of tv look what you know wilder things probably have happened so okay uh yes um we've only really recently started watching bob's burgers haven't we we have yeah um properly and i'm enjoying it very much but we are literally in the first series Mm. so quite a bit of catching up to do there's quite a few series so um yeah we've got a lot of catching up to do yeah so i don't know if this if this you know for the uninitiated slash barely initiated uh fan um whether this is something you could like jump into or i'm assuming there's probably going to be quite a lot of sort of in jokes that have come out of the the other series but yeah so perhaps it's not one to start with i don't know maybe it is maybe it's the perfect in at the same time who's to say <laughs> yeah well if you don't fancy uh, bob's burgers and you don't or you don't feel you you've watched enough of it to enjoy Boss Burgers. Um, what else can people see today? Uh, well, there is the long-awaited, I guess. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we could do without it. I don't know. I don't think it itself is long-awaited. because I don't think it's the sort of thing that people were necessarily clamouring for. Mm. But now that it's coming out, I think people are a bit excited. Okay, well... Great. Um, so we've got <laughs> we've got what I'm assuming is kind of a follow-on sequel. It's not really a reboot, is it? Because it follows the sort of story nope. of of the previous character. Let's say what it is. It's Top Gun Maverick. It is indeed the sequel to Top Gun. Uh huh. Starring Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I know this isn't your sort of thing. I will probably see it though. Sure, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, look, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I generally don't really have anything to say because, yeah, like fighter pilots doing a. I can't really say what I was going to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I'm intrigued now, but you can tell me off. Okay, air. having a competition with one another. Me- okay, I can, I can now guess where you're going with um, you. Yeah, 
yes, uh, using various forms of measurement. But that's just, yeah, I don't, I'm not, it's not my, my thing. And, with, you know, with some like romance storyline thrown in there for the, just to get the audience in, I don't know. It's, yeah. Well, this one, it does, you know, they, they've, a lot of the hype about it has been how, you know, Tom Cruise obviously very famously now does essentially all of his own stunts. And this time he learned how to pilot fighter jets. So, a lot of the action from the you know cockpit of the fighter jet was him actually piloting a fighter jet at you know supersonic speeds. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, also in this, a very small role. Don't know how small, but uh, the handsomest man alive, Manny Jacinto uh, from The Good Place, is in this as well. So I mean, if nothing else, cheekbones to die for. Uh, so keep an eye out for Manny. Yeah, if nothing else, well, I look forward to watching that one day for free on <laughs> streaming or, TV or free to air yeah. television, um, just to see that scene, I guess. And uh, so what else is out today in the cinema? Maybe not everywhere. Yeah, this um, had seemingly a bit more of a limited release than um, your major releases we've just talked about, but part of the reason is it's it's a reasonably it's an old movie and what it is is psycho alfred hitchcock's psycho uh it's the original theatrical cut theatrical 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 there we go theatrical it's it's a theoretical cut Mm, yes uh and it's also been restored in 4k so if you are either Alfred Hick- Hitchcock in general, or maybe just a psycho fan, uh, do have a look out and see if that this is in a in a cinema near you. So those are three films: Bob's Burgers, Top Gun Maverick, and Psycho that are released on Friday, twenty seventh of May. But uh, we've got a film coming out midweek. Yeah, that's right. I was excited to see this um, out on Wednesday, which means because I get to talk about it. So coming out on the first of June is a movie called Men. As in M-E-N, Men. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, you seem like you were waiting for me to say more. (laughs) No, no, no. Okay. So this is writer-director Alex Garland. That's correct, yes. Uh, Of um, lots of sort of horror and horror-adjacent movies 28 days later sunshine annihilation which uh, was that a netflix release or is it was a netflix mm. release and contains one of the most haunting scenes that i've ever seen in a movie yeah if that doesn't if you haven't watched that movie i strongly recommend it um perhaps we can talk yes. about it momentarily chris we maybe and also uh Yes, Alex Garland was also responsible for Ex Machina as well. So these are all, you know, very highly um, critically acclaimed movies. And yeah, this one, maybe we'll get some insight into what is going on with men. Like, why are men? Why are men? That's a good question. Mm. We will cover that on another episode, I'm sure. Why are men? We can devote an entire... A lifetime of conversation to that. Absolutely. Uh, but yes, it stars uh, Jesse Buckley and Rory Kinnear. 
And if you've seen the trailer, Rory Kinnear is playing many men. He's playing multiple men. I did not notice. Ken. Because... Oh, yes. We've covered this, I think, before mm. on the podcast. Sam has a problem with recognising faces. And... Truly. In, in, it's even very famous people. You've been like, who's that? A really good example was we were watching a movie and it had a scene in which two characters were talking and then the scene changed to the next scene immediately and it had one of the same characters in it and you said, who's that guy? Um, and it was the same guy from the previous uh, scene. Um, his clothes had changed. <laughs> his clothes had changed. Uh, my favourite one, though, is, and I was discussing this to it with a colleague the other day because uh, I thought it was amusing. Oh, good. Um, so, yes, Sam's Sam's normally very bad with faces and, um, like I say, even, even quite famous ones. Uh, and we were watching the film Bombshell, um, which has Margot Robbie and Charlize Theron. It's about the, the Fox News um, sexual harassment uh, scandal. And... Um, Playing Charlie Theron's husband in it is an actor called Mark Duplass, who is a um, he's he's been in a lot of films. He's a sort of indie darling. Him and his, his brother Jay Duplass uh, write and direct and act in a lot of movies. Uh, but Sam has a particular fascination with the movie Creep, which we might talk about in a bit. Why not? Of which uh, Mark Duplass is in it so much so that you recognise now Mark Duplass, uh, who. I would say 98% of film watchers do not know who he is, even though they might well have seen films with him in. Well, then, if having, yeah, we, we can talk about this momentarily, but yes, Creep burned the image of that man into my mind. <laughs> I will never forget him. So there we are. Yep. So anyway, um, yes, uh, in Men, uh, Rory Kinnear appears as uh, quite a few different men. Mm. Uh, so, but we—I'm sure we'll watch Men at some point, and we can report back. But those are all the films uh, new to the uh, cinema this week. We would normally move on to part two, uh, which was when we would discuss what is new to streaming. But because Netflix are releasing Stranger Things, that's all out today, or not all of it, they're releasing most of the season out today, then for some reason they're teasing everyone and saving the last couple of episodes until um, June, uh, later in June. Uh, also, several of the episodes, they're all over an hour, but several of the episodes are uh, feature length, including the last episode, which is reportedly two and a half hours long. I... Don't so, have time for this. <laughs> I know. What are they doing? Okay. The episodes also reportedly cost $30 million an episode. And they wonder why so, their profits went down this year, this month or whatever it was. Yes. So Netflix aren't releasing anything and there's nothing major on Amazon or Disney Plus uh, this week. So we're going to be skipping part two and going straight to part three. <laughs> Right, so in part three, we uh, normally t discuss Sam's, well, Sam's Friday Fright Night, uh, where Sam picks a movie um, to to watch, and uh, we would then discuss it. Uh, last month we picked Homunculus, and uh, I feel we should we should be honest with you, dear listener. We we didn't watch Homunculus. 
life gets in the way sometimes. Stuff's happened. We, we didn't in a month couldn't find time to watch a two hour movie. Uh, we're very busy people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think you know, like you say, things happen, and that's okay. That's okay. We will watch Homunculus. And we'll get it's to on it. Netflix. We'll get to we it. will get to it. We will discuss it in the future. But you know, we thought we didn't want to just leave you know part three alone entirely. So we thought we'd have a more general uh, sort of recommendations of any horrors. Sam's the horror fan, but I do. I I have my opinions too. I've I've seen at least three of them. Um, <laughs> You've seen three horror movies, yeah. I've seen at least oh, at three least horror three. movies. Yeah. yeah. It might be, might even be five or six. I mean, we've already mentioned a couple, so we could talk about those. Well, if, if where do you think is a good place for a, a, a budding horror movie aficionado to start so oh wow i wish you'd asked me uh told me what you were gonna ask me <laughs> i the, the question just came mm. to me now is where where would you would you okay so suggest ooh. where did you find yourself uh i mean i know it was oh gosh many this decades is, ago this is a yeah really tugging on the old memory drawers there chris um, <laughs> <laughs> is that a phrase it is now Tugging on the old memory drawers. Well, you know, like sometimes you've got filing cabinets and they're kind of old and they get stuck a little bit. Mm-hmm. You've got to rattle them around before you can open yeah. them. With filing cabinets, if one of them gets stuck, it's generally because another one's open because they don't. you can't open two filing cabinets at once. Mm. Well, maybe anyway, I've got some other... Working office. Yeah, maybe I've got some other memory drawer open that I need to close first then. Yes. Um, okay, let's have a... Th- think where would uh, where did i start gosh i mean i definitely watched alien uh mm. in my mid-teens for show wow um i also watched way too many of the video nasties uh don't don't start definitely okay i can tell you where not to start <laughs> sure yeah that's always um, good narrowing it down i really wouldn't recommend um cannibal Ho- holocaust Caused holocaust Okay, um, the one that uh, actually went to trial in Italy because they thought it was so realistic that they thought it was a snuff film. That's correct, yes. The actors sort of went underground, as it were, to sort of um, yeah give the illusion that, yes, they had really been murdered. It's, pre- it's presented as a, a documentary yeah, in the film. like a found footage. So, yeah, the, the found footage documentary, the... the so the filmmakers thought, oh, it'd be it'd be fun to yeah hide the hide the cast, not do any like promotion so people can't find mm-hmm. them, so it makes it seem more real. And then that kind of blew up because they then were actually accused of having essentially allowed these people to die. Yeah, I mean, yes, the imaging, the imagery is very, yeah, it's vi- it's vivid. Uh, I still have that. <laughs> vividly in my mind and I can barely remember what I did yesterday so you know uh so yeah I wouldn't start there um Blair Witch Project though also a found footage situation uh that's Mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good one I yeah definitely watched that I think that's a 15 um I don't know or is it no it can't be a 12 can it it's, I think it's a 15 yeah I I I think it's not an 18 because it's not violent yeah enough there's not there's not really any much gore um if any and 
yeah, I was definitely younger than that. I was definitely about 12. Hmm. Well, I, I don't want you to, to go too far through your memory palace yeah. and get lost in, in your memory drawers. Um, <laughs> more recently, in the last few years, what would you what would you say are things you've seen in the last few years that you would recommend? I certainly... I mean, there are timestamps in my mind of before and after having watched Hereditary and Midsummer. Yes, two Ari Aster films. Uh, very, wow, yeah, just um, some of the scenes um, are extremely... I mean, it's not even like... Yes, they are a little bit gory in, in, case, in some cases, um, but even then... Um, you know, we're not talking about um, sort of the gore for gore's sake situation. Um, you know, it's part of the story. It's part of the plot. Um, it's, it's a dri- it's, it's a driver for the story. Um, but yes, it's it's extremely. Um, yeah, that dude's messed up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would also recommend Raw. I was going to mention Raw mm. if you didn't. Uh, which is a French movie. Um, it's it's a I think it's like a French Belgian. Belgian. I was thinking that's um, why I kind of paused. I was like, like combo. Yeah. Yes, and there's a new one out. Uh, there's a newer one out um, by the same director. Um, I'm not sure how it's pronounced exactly, but Titane or Titon. Yes. Yes. Um, which. Have, is, yes, that was the big winner at Cannes have yet, last year. Have yet to uh, watch that. That's on on the list. I guess potentially that could, uh, depending if it's coming, if it's out on on a streaming service, perhaps we could um, add that to. It's currently on on Mubi. It's on Mubi. Okay. It is. Uh, so yes, Raw is um, about a young uh, student. She's going off to veterinary school. And her sister is also there, so she kind of has, um, I don't know, I guess it's kind of like if your older sibling goes to the same secondary school or whatever, so you sort of got that fa- uh, sort of family connection and so- some of the other students then, you know, know, oh, you're so-and-so sister or whatever. And, yeah, it all it's all sort of about like this, uh, what is it, hazing? Um, yes, they, they take part in like the Freshers' Week mm. sort of hazing where... Parties, but also dares and all sorts of rituals. And uh, yes, it's not fun. And then stuff happens. <laughs> I, don't, I want to keep it nice and yes, vague. Yes, yeah. I don't think but... we should go, get into it or anything because yeah, I think it's really, I think it's really good. I I would I could watch it over and over because it's just yeah. Because you're sick. Because yeah, what? Because you're sick. Yes. Uh, well, yes. Um. So yeah, what else would I what else would I recommend? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 circling around to to previous mentions here now. Um, Creep, where yep. you do uh, we have to be a little bit careful because there is also a movie of the same title um, where, that is set in the London Underground. Okay, um, is that the one with Franca Patente from Run Little Run? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I asked you that question. <laughs> you, you, you think <laughs> I don't know why I expected a positive response. You think you're talking that. to Danny or something? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows things about movies? Um, 
I don't know. Sorry, Chris. Okay. But I mean, that's what, okay. One final question. Don't want to talk about this too long, but we've already given a few, few um, recommendations. What is the scariest movie you've ever seen? Oh, wow. The, the instant thing that jumps to mind, um, The Descent, yep. 2005. Uh, that, that is, yeah, that's, I think it, I think it still would hold up as well as being pretty scary still. Well, you and I have watched it together, mm. and it is pretty scary. Yeah. But then again, I'm very easily scared. <laughs> Although, actually, I think I think in more recent years, I've I've been less scared. I've been, and I'm sure you can attest, I've been a, mo- a lot more adventurous in my watching. Agreed. There was, however, the time when I was bullied into watching Sinister. Yeah. Um, by one Danny Smith. Yep. Uh, of this parish. Uh, I say bullied into, it was Halloween, we did all agree to it, but I was very scared, and then we took a comfort break halfway through, uh, you said that we could stop watching, and Danny was like, no we couldn't, uh, so you two kept watching it, I sat in the same room, but played on my phone for the rest mm, of the film, yeah. so I was largely, I know what happens, but was distracting myself enough that I wasn't too scared. Sure, yeah, Sinister. I thought it was very, I thought it was very well made film, I thought it was very good. Yeah, I mean, it's not, for me, I guess, it's a bit ghost and ghoulie for my... You don't like ghoulies? No, I just don't think, I don't, I'm not, it doesn't really scare me. Okay. But that's what, you know, and not everyone, you know, that's not your thing. You don't enjoy it and that's perfectly fine. Whereas you can watch other horror movies about other, with other, you know, horrific So animals. I think the, I think the lesson we can take from this podcast is if you don't enjoy it that's perfectly fine yeah like it's a good lesson for life indeed you don't have to do something you shouldn't do something if you're not enjoying it like just don't do it yeah like taxes what no um, <laughs> uh no <laughs> oh wait you're saying you should do some stuff that you don't enjoy uh, yes <laughs> and on that point <laughs> we're going to move oh no while just... Sam squirms, I'm going to move us <laughs> See, on. This is the social to... horror era element of things. <laughs> I don't uh... know what to say or do. So in part four, we are going to be discussing uh, Sam's picks of films on free-to-air television. Hi, I'm Matt Adams, the heart of the Hearts Advertiser for over 10 years. Join me and host Danny Smith for St Albans Podcast, a weekly look at the news, views and reviews of the city and districtons. As well as our delve into the local stories that matter, we regularly cover health, food and drink, legal matters, the theatre scene and mental health. Alongside our regular features, we talk to people from our wonderful community, sharing some of the amazing work they do. Episodes are released every Wednesday at 7pm and you can find us by going to your podcast platform of choice and searching for the St Albans Podcast. Find out more at stalbanspodcast.com. Right, Sam, you have picked some films uh, for the forthcoming week that are on free-to-air television, starting with tonight. Uh, we've got two films, in fact. Um, you could probably fit both of them in. I don't know how long the first one is. But on great movies, uh, we at 6.50pm, we have Arachnophobia. Uh, you can definitely fit them both in. I checked. Uh, Arachnophobia oh. finishes at, at the time that the next movie uh, starts, so... You've got time for a quick wee, and then you're into the next movie. So yes, Arachnophobia. Uh, I've actually not seen this, so 
Me neither. I'm planning on watching this tonight. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll have a chance to to catch that. Yeah, so I have nothing to say other than it. It was quite <laughs> at the time. I remember everyone talking about it. Um, sort of when I became more aware of films, you know, 1990. I, I was about to, I was about to say you were three years old, Sam. <laughs> you don't remember people no, talking about this. No, uh, no. But like, it was one of those VHSs that got passed around at um, various, you know, sleepovers At or whatever. Yeah. But it, I just never got to see it. Well, that's on at six fifty on great movies. But then following up after, as you said, a little wee break uh, on at nine pm on E four is Atomic Blonde. Yeah, I'm really excited that this is being shown i'm sure it's been on um i'm sure this is not like the premiere of it it's a few years i mean it now. did come out five years ago so yeah but sometimes you it says like oh the premiere of x on channel blah 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 and you're like yeah this is like ages old but anyway uh yeah this follows um a spy <laughs> also it's a thriller it though. is a thriller um and she <laughs> is Kicking ass and taking names. Um, Charlize Theron uh, plays, yep. uh, yeah, a, 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 a spy. Um, she's bisexual. Like I say, she's kicking ass. She, I forget the plot, but it was really good. <laughs> it's set in Berlin during the uh, Cold War. There you go. I can tell you that much. Uh, so that's on at 9 p.m. Uh, on Friday. That's today. Uh, then also another two films on Saturday, 28th of May, starting with at 4.30 on film four, The Addams Family. Yeah, so this is the 1991 uh, sort of classic version uh, that we all all remember from our childhoods. We're all the same age now, dear listener. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, just a, you know, a bit of a family fun movie to while away your Saturday afternoon. Yes, indeed. And uh, then following immediately uh, on Film 4 at 6.30 is Hidden Figures. Yes. So this is the story of um, uh, women, uh, also women of colour, who uh, did all the computing um, back in the day at NASA when they were um, doing important things like, you know, sending rockets to places and they didn't actually have, you know, digital computers to do all the calculations. And so uh, they had all these these people doing that that work, but were never credited for it. Um, and so, you know, sort of the double uh, sort of pun on in the title where you've got hidden figures, where you can sort of the figure is the people and then also figures uh, because of all the mathematics that they did. Um so yeah, a few there's a few characters in there um based on uh, real life people um that existed and um their history is well known just hidden. And uh, some of the others characters are sort of a mixture of uh, a few people as well. well yes, Taraji P Henson uh plays Catherine Johnson who who sadly passed away um a couple of years ago but lived to the ripe old age of 101 years old. And um, she basically helped do all the calculations of various sort of orbital mechanics and things uh, that actually got various Apollo missions off the ground. 
Um, and as you say, it, it's one of those things that, especially you know, today when things like coding is seen as such a male environment, and people seem to, for some reason, think that coders can only be men. When, yeah, going back to the 50s, 60s, 70s, all of the coding was a, you know, for want of a better phrase, a woman's job. Um, the person to actually sit down and put in all the codes to get it all to work. Yeah. The men, the men worked out a lot of it, but they'd give it to the actual, these women of color largely to then code it. And it's, uh, yeah, uh, a great film uh, about a sort of little known um, piece of history, piece of science history. Uh, so, yes, that's on Saturday uh, at 6.30 on Film 4. And also on Film 4, cool, are we doing advertising for Film 4? Um, Sunday, the 29th of May at 9pm, we have Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Yes, yeah, so this is the sort of reboot sequel type uh, film from 2017 um, starring, I want to say, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> you do want to say um, that, yes. Say another one. Uh, Karen Gillan. Yes, say a third one. Mm, Jack Black. Oh, cool. Good work. You're on a roll. Can you name the fourth? No. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Um, yeah, so the these... Well, they, those actors are the characters within the game of Jumanji. And some teenagers who are played by different people who I don't, definitely don't know the <laughs> names of, uh, they get, you know, sucked into the game as per, uh, as will Jumanji do. And they have to figure a way out before they lose all their lives. Yep. I mean, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. So it is a fun, it is a fun film. Uh, on Tuesday, skipping Monday, Tuesday, 31st of May, uh, film for 9pm, Sam, it's The Bone Collector. That's right. I put this in there for me. <laughs> <laughs> and why did you put it in there for you? Uh, because I watched half of this movie and then it got removed from streaming uh, because I had to pause the watching for whatever reason. And yeah, and then I went back like literally the next day and it had gone <laughs> and I was very annoyed. <laughs> yep. But yeah, this is so... a, this is Angelina Jolie um, playing a, a rookie cop um, who ends up trying to, well, she, she ends up helping to solve um, sort of a murder in a series of murders potentially. Um, and everyone's like, oh, no, not this rookie woman. She can't possibly. And then, yeah, I'm sure it all works out because I don't know what happened in the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully uh, on Tuesday you will find out. Okay, and on Wednesday, the 1st of June, we have an In Case You Missed It, uh, which is Hidden Figures, again, on at 6.30 on Film 4. And nothing for Thursday. So that is your week of films on free-to-air television as picked by Dr. Samantha Rolfe, we, uh, we're going to be back again. Uh, us two will be back again in a couple of weeks' time. That's right. Uh, with uh, my section, uh, Where To Next, 
where we'll be discussing the film The Worst Person in the World from Norway. But if you'd like to get in contact with Sam, it's sam at stalbanspodcast.com or if my email address is chris at stalbanspodcast.com. If you have any comments on horror movies, anything we've discussed today, or any films you'd like to recommend to us, we'd love to hear your recommendations. Yes, please. Um, Yep, Sam, as we've discussed, is an avid horror fan, and I am less so. But, you know, I'm being a bit more adventurous these days. Uh, So, yes, any suggestions you have will be well received. Next week, you'll be hearing Howard Linsky and Danny Smith, the gorgeous Danny Smith, uh, back uh, to discuss uh, films next week. And uh, we look forward to seeing you, metaphorically speaking, again soon. That's right. And I've just thought of another recommendation that I got given. Oh, no, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. That I got given and recently watched uh, a Stephen King adaptation called 1408. Oh, yes. uh, Which is actually kind of an old movie, which I hadn't heard of or seen. uh, But I really, really enjoyed it. And it was amazing set work. It was all set essentially in one room. And yeah, brilliant. So if you haven't seen that, check it out. 1408 literally the number like a room number 1408 right in there just under the wire with a film wreck and uh yes now i'm gonna cut it off now cut off now we say goodbyes okay bye-bye bye-bye <laughs>